And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farm groups are telling both sides of the government uh, on the border to tone down some of the rhetoric. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one-stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. Farm groups are urging the Canadian and U.S. governments to turn down the rhetoric and pay attention to how trade agreements have benefited both countries. The U.S. National Farmers Union and the Canadian Federation of Agriculture have issued a joint statement saying government officials on both sides of the border should be working to preserve the long-standing trade relationship between the two countries. Norm Hall from Winyard is vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. We've been working fairly closely with the Americans for for a few years now, and uh, it's both the American Farm Bureau that we've worked with on trade issues, but also with the NFU as, as well. And, and it's just showing that we as farmers on either side of the border aren't far apart on, on a lot of issues, and we both see a lot of things with the same eye. In the joint statement, the farm groups note that Canada and the U.S. trade more than $40 billion U.S. in agricultural products each year, and warned that any disruption to the relationship would be detrimental for farmers both in Canada and the U.S. The groups issued the statement following the recent G7 meeting where President Donald Trump lashed out at Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. There's a wide range of crop conditions across southern Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Weyburn in southeast Saskatchewan, Sherry Roberts, as parts of a region were hit by heavy rain last week. Once again, we have a lot of variation. There were areas that we really had the rain, and I mean really had it. Some areas, you get into Lampman, 11 inches. So some of those fields are pretty wet still, and we had a lot of flood outs uh, on some of those areas. But you get south of town where we had that moisture deficit last year. Things are looking really good with the rains that we've gotten. And everybody at this point, they're... Their moods are a whole lot more optimistic than they had been a couple weeks ago. Any areas in the southeast need of moisture? Uh, right now, I'm hearing that some around the Milestone area haven't gotten as much rain as some of the other areas. And, of course, south of town, of Weyburn there, you know, all the way down to the border and that mitten area that was really dry last year, they would, I'm sure, appreciate some more. But uh, in the actual... Between Weyburn and Estevan, I'm seeing those folks probably would like to have a chance to dry out a little bit because you drive around and you're seeing water standing in the ditches now. And a lot of those little dry sloughs that we had are no longer dry. I know in the Glen Avon area, I certainly wouldn't mind a little bit more because we still have some sloughs that haven't filled up. But, you know, give her a chance to a uh, couple weeks here to dry down and then bring us some more. That inch a week like I'd asked for before, we wouldn't hesitate if we could get that. A crop's ahead or behind normal development? I would say the vast majority of them are probably a little bit behind just because of the fact that some seeding was done late in a lot of areas because people were looking for seeding into that moisture and some, some hesitated and, and planted deeper so it took longer for the crops to emerge and some of the others just didn't even plant at all. They waited for that moisture to show up. So there are areas where they are behind. One positive, really great note is the way some of the alfalfa fields are looking, we've got some alfalfa already starting to bloom, I'm hearing, and some guys are starting to talk about starting to cut hay next week down in that Oxbow area. So we're, we're a whole lot more optimistic than we were a month ago. Has there been much spraying for weeds? How are they doing? Oh, on my way into Regina today for a meeting, all I did was see sprayers out in the 
in the Vibank area. Last night on the way home, I saw them in the, around Weyburn. Everybody's out there trying to get that in because, of course, between these rainstorms, you got to get that timing right. And, and I do know there are some fields that it's probably a little bit off, but we all know that the sooner you can get those weeds sprayed when they're in the small stages, the better off you are in control. So those sprayers are going like crazy. Are there any insect issues and any spraying for insects like flea beetles and cutworms? We're not hearing any at this point. Even with the pea leaf weevil, they're finding lower numbers, and they think that cold spell that we had in April has, has nixed some of that. I do imagine there's probably a few flea beetles starting to show up. I saw some damage last week on some mustard plants that were just by the side of the road growing down in the in the Minton area. But I'm not hearing overall anybody that's having any real huge issues at this point in time. How are pastures? Well, the sad fact is we could have used some of this moisture a little bit earlier to get those pastures off to a little bit of a, a, a bigger jump start. They're nice and green, but they were stressed so badly last year. A lot of them are going to take probably another year to kind of bounce back. There are some looking really good, but other ones you can drive by and you can look at the fact that last year's stresses on them were really hard, and it's going to take a little bit while for them to bounce back. And in some instances, the Producers might want to even think about putting some fertilizer down. I know some of the producers that have had long-standing alfalfa fields have gone into doing some fertilizing, and some of those fields that, that, that they got some fertilizer this spring on are looking a whole lot perkier than some that didn't. Any green feed seeded this year? I'm not hearing that much of it, although there's a whole lot of cereals that have been seeded out there, so it could very well be that that was the intent that, that they had when they put it in. I'm just not hearing back in my office right now that that's the, their thoughts on it, but we'll have to see how the season goes. A lot of the alfalfa fields I'm seeing look real decent. They, they may not need to harvest those cereals for green feed at this point in time and may be able to take them to, to full maturity and, and to market that way. Sherry Roberts is the regional crop specialist in Weyburn. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Tote, online at landforsalesask.ca. Crops in west-central Saskatchewan are described as in relatively good shape. The regional crop specialist in Kindersley, John Ippolito, says the area has received much-needed rainfall, but timely rains will be important during the growing season. Actually, you know, crop emergence has been good, and most guys are quite happy with the, um, actually, I guess with, with all crops in terms of how they've emerged. And, you know, we've had, I guess, not an abundance of rainfall. Uh, I guess it's the best way to describe it. It's dependent on the area. We've had probably from as little as, you know, six-tenths of an inch up till now to some that have had better than an inch. And so, I mean, you know, the crops emerged well, including the canola. Seems to be growing quite well now, but timely rains are definitely going to be <laughs> something we're reliant on this summer. So we haven't had an overabundance by any stretch. Any crops in need of moisture right now? I would say probably not right at this instance. I mean, we did have three-tenths to maybe as much as an inch probably two weeks ago. Over the weekend, there was, again, three-tenths to you know maybe a quarter of an inch for most growers. So everything's started well, and nothing's really showing a shortage of moisture at this point. Other than there is some areas where, of course, the hay crop is probably going to be short or because, yeah, the, the early season moisture wasn't abundant for some of that hay crop. How would you describe crop development, ahead or behind normal? 
Actually, crop development's pretty much right on track. Guys are this week with some winds going down and whatever. Most guys will be doing, you know, weed control operations this week, which is pretty standard for, the, you know, the second week in June. That's when we would expect to see a lot of the weed control done in the west central part. So there's some weed spring. Any insect issues? We had a little bit of activity with flea beetles, I would say about two weeks ago. Some of that was related to canola that was a little slow in emergence, and of course the flea beetles were there. I've only heard of one or two that have had cutworm problems. So up till now, anyways, insect problems have been pretty isolated and a reasonably small acreage in terms of the acres that are out there. You talked about how are the pastures? Actually, you know, pastures and hay are probably going to be the challenge, I think, for the livestock guys. Kind of from what I'm hearing, some of them are talking, you know, pasture growth isn't great. And in some areas, the hay growth isn't great either. So seeding is complete. Any unexpected changes to seeding plans? I don't think there was much that changed from the original plan. There was some individuals with canola in particular that either planted it at what they thought was the appropriate depth and said, well, wait for rainfall to make it emerge. And we have had enough showers for that to occur. There was still some seeding as late as last week. And I have a funny feeling that some of that was guys that had said, no, I'm going to wait until I have adequate moisture before I plant canola. Uh, rather than try and chase the moisture. So so there was a little bit of seeding that was even going on last week. And I think that's what there was going on there because there was some that said, no, I won't plant the canola until I know I can plant it into moisture at the appropriate depths. Any green feed planted? We had calls about green feed, not maybe necessarily from West Central, but there will be definitely some guys that will be using green feed as a winter forage or a winter feed supply for sure. Jenny Polito is the regional crop specialist in Kindersley in west central Saskatchewan. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1 800 284 9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Canola dropped $2 at $488.44. Oats declined $4.05 at $152.86. Number one red spring wheat fell $341 at $239.37. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, 255.73. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, 472.68. Yellow peas, 244.54. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is down 7.5 cents at 5.85 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180. Or Weyburn, 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, June the 13th. A decent run here for today. These cows and bulls, they just keep coming. With 350 cows and bulls, 400 feeders, there's 50-plus pairs here for today. A total of 850 for the day. Cows and bulls selling 3 to 4 lower. The bulls, though, they're selling strong. D1, D2 cows, 76 to 86, sales to 90, 91. D3 cows, 66 to 76, the cows are averaging 82 cents. 
Good bulls, 108 to 118, sales to 122, 123. The bulls are averaging 115. On to the feeder market. This is last Wednesday's feeder prices on the steer side. Five to 600 pound steers, 215 to 225. Six to sevens, 195 to 215. Seven to 800 pound steers, 185 to 208. And eight to 900 pound steers, 170 to 185. On the heifer side, five to 600 pound heifers, 185 to 210. Six to sevens, 175 to 190. Seven to 800 pound heifers, 170 to, to 180. We had lots of uh, good replacement type heifers here last week. Eight to 900 pound heifers, 160 to 173. And nine to 1,000 pound heifers, 145 to 164. And this Friday, June the 15th, sheep, lamb, goat sale. Sale starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 176 to 187 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling a range of 181 to 190 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up sharply, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 6 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3004. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.89 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets gained more than a dollar a hundredweight in yesterday's trade, as packers are finding the flow of live supplies to be tightening, and subsequently forcing greater competition for the uncommitted hogs. The pork carcass cutout has made steady advances over the last week, but continues to lose ground to the live hog prices, resulting in tighter packer margins. The tightening of packer operating margins in the summer time frame has been anticipated considering the additional three plants that became operational over the last year and the positive impact that they have had on the competitive landscape. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Clearing skies this afternoon. Wind southwest 20 gusting to 40 kilometers per hour. The high 26 degrees. There's a chance of overnight showers. The low 13 tonight. Tomorrow mainly cloudy. 60% chance of showers. Risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Wind northwest 20 gusting to 40 tomorrow afternoon. The high 23. The low 11. Friday, clearing skies, the high 22, the low 12 degrees. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 20, the low 11. Sunday, sunny, with a high of 22, the low 11. Monday, sunny skies, the high near 23, the low 13. Tuesday, sunny, with a high near 24. The normal high is 23 degrees, the normal low is 9 degrees. The sun rose at 4.47 this morning, it sets at 9.10 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 23, Saskatoon 21, Swift Current 22, Weyburn is 23, Yorkton is 21 degrees. The hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour is Valmarie in the southwest corner of the province at 26 degrees. The Canadian hot spot right now is Windsor, Ontario. It's 3 degrees hotter than Valmarie at 29. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 23 that's 73 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 16, gusting to 33. Humidity 33%. The barometer dropping 100.8. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw 23. Winds are from the west southwest at 18. 
Once again, Regina Cloudy and 23. That's 73 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.